Welcome to FBS Fireside. Hey, I'm your co-host, Tally Gaynor. And actually, uh, we're filling in for Jaworski Vance, and I got my main man, Willard. Worldwide Willard, how you doing? What's going on? I'm doing well. I'm glad to be here. I'm ready to get started. How about yourself? Awesome, awesome. Well, hey, this is FBS Fireside, and we're excited. And yeah, we said night because guess what? This is a fireside chat, so we like to bring uh, light to men in a world that can seem so dark. And so um, we like to kick things off the right way. You know, we want to give some some praise and glory to God to get him involved in this conversation. So, Willard, if you don't mind, you want to give us a little prayer to, as we get into the show? Of course. Uh, Lord, we just thank you right now for health. We thank you for wealth. We thank you for success. We thank you for watching over us, keeping us uh, away from our evil people and spirits. We thank you right now for leading us as men. And we uh, pray that this uh, show blesses men to be the best fathers they can be. In your son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Willard, let me tell you, man, I'm super excited um, for the opportunity. And just want to definitely take a minute just to recap a few things so that we know that we're in this for men, right? And so one of the missions for FBS Fireside is to produce uh, an environment where we can activate the God-given DNA that's inside of men. And, uh, you know, we can talk a lot about it, but when you think about the word DNA, what comes to mind for you, Willard? Uh, DNA just means um, destiny. It's everything that's within you. Um, you know, it's within you. It's within your children, and um, it's just it's it's their destiny. It's tied to your destiny. So it's just it's that relationship, like like in the movie Avatar, with. Uh, their destiny, the people's destiny were tied to the trees, was tied to nature. It's just that connection, that bond that that's just forever going to be there. Mm. You know, and that's one of the things that we talk about in FBS in this fireside chat. Destiny needs activation. Destiny needs access. Destiny needs awareness. We've hit on all these topics, but you know, it's always, uh, I won't call them deal breakers, but there is just some times that as fathers, man, I tell you, this seemed like uh, we think everything is in place and we're ready to see our kids go to the next level. And then, bam, we're hit with some type of challenge, some type of disappointment. And right. so today's show is dedicated to men uh, and the struggles that we face sometimes. And so, Willard, I don't know if you want to go first and, and just throw out a few things that, you know, you're dealing with right now today that, that we can encourage some men out there that they can get through it. Sure, man. Every day I'm faced with the challenge of helping my son be better in the area that I'm not good in. So I'm constantly convicted when I'm telling him to get his stuff together, get his schedule together, um, be prepared for the next day. And I'm not there yet. It's a constant just conviction and going back and forth because I see the things that he's doing wrong and he's making very similar mistakes that I've made. But at the same time, if I'm not doing it the right way, if I'm not being the best example possible, then I feel like how can I show him the way? Right. I mean, Willard, when I think about it, I immediately thought about basketball. And I don't know. Okay. There's not a coach in the world that I've not experienced that does not have the expectation that that player makes every shot. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, and, <laughs> and then when you take it a little bit deeper, the truth is, is that, you know, I'm pretty sure in the back of a player's mind, you know, some of the things that that coach is demanding of that player at some point, right. like, how about you do it? Right. Can you do it? Can you make it? Right. I've had people challenge me to see if I could do it. But of course, I could. I can shoot. So it's no problem. I get it. I get it. 
I yeah. But I mean, the reality of it is, yes, I can shoot, but come on. Are we really talking 10 out of 10, 100 out of 100? I don't know, Willard. I, I mean, I, I, I played college basketball, so I can kind of say that, but maybe, you know, <laughs> running, how about running up and down the floor fans? I might, can't, I might fall short in that area right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little short. Hey, but let me tell you, the reason I'm saying that, guys, the truth is, is that we do, in our mind, as a, as a parent, right, uh, unlike basketball, which can be uh, pretty much uh, trained, you know, over and over again until you develop a, a what they call muscle memory, where right. there's certain shots and certain strokes feel right. For sure. Uh, but I don't know, when it comes to fathering, it comes to parenting, especially as a father, I'm not sure, Doc. I mean, I've been at this about 22 years as a, as a parent. And I'm still trying to develop some <laughs> some uh, some muscle memory when it comes right. to how to um, train and raise our kids up. So what about this for dads out there? There might be other men out there that are struggling with that same concept of, hey, I have an expectation. My kid is not meeting it. Um, what do you do, Will? What are some things you've learned to do to try to manage that, that gap? Uh, one of the first things I do, and I always go back to this, it's just being honest. I even share with my son because he sees it. He knows that I'm trying to help him get better in an area that I'm not good in myself. So I might as well be honest and say, look, you know, I'm struggling with this myself. So I'm trying to help you not struggle with it. I'm struggling with it at 44. Let's see if you can not struggle with it at 18 or at least go through the process earlier than me. So I think it's the whole transparency and, and to to explain to them that like we're, we're growing together, we're going through this together. I'm getting on you, but I'm getting on me at the same time. So let's do this thing together. Mm. You know, Willa, that that's very powerful because that's a that's a process within itself. Because once again, we talk about the generational. Uh, I, we won't even call it a curse, but some of the, the generational shortcomings of fathering, especially I would say in a black father experience, is that, man, we just sometimes either we would get the hammer laid down on us, right? Or there would be an absent father where yeah. you don't even know how to, how we should have maneuvered or we should have been corrected. And then all of a sudden we now have our children and now we have to manage how we're working with them. So yeah. um, I'm thinking now that even when we struggle with certain things as a father, there comes a time where we have to take a minute to encourage ourselves. I mean, when you're coaching and working with your family, uh, just yeah. like in work groups, you got to learn how to encourage yourself because even if they fall short, you can't take it personal as a father. So that's going to lead us into our first song by Donald Lawrence, and it's called Encourage Yourself. And we'll be right back on FBS Fireside. And we're back. Willard, you know, you was bringing up some good points about how we talk about, our, you know, how we manage that process of communicating with our, with our kids. But when you think about a song, Encourage Yourself, can you think of a time where you've had to really dig in and encourage yourself after some type of uh, parenting disappointment? Yeah, man. Actually, all the time, uh, especially when you want so much for your kids. As fathers, we have a tendency to maybe overdo it a little bit, maybe get a little bit loud, maybe um, say things that that kind of cut a little deeper than you uh, initially planned on cutting. And we have to understand that uh, some of those things might last. You might think, okay, get over it, get over it. 
but it might last for years. So you have to be careful. So I definitely have to encourage myself and not hold myself um, hostage in terms of not forgiving myself after one of those instances where I, I went too far or I said something demeaning or degrading. And I definitely want, I go back and apologize. I go back and I say, look, I didn't mean it that way. It's just, I want it so bad for you that, that I get so excited and I, I put all my emotions into it and that was wrong. So I apologize. And then I have to go back and say, look, let it go. You care about it. You know, um, forgive yourself. And that's a tough thing to do. Right. Man, I tell you, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, we're going to hit, we're going to really hit on that forgiveness. Um, but also within that process, I think what we have to do, and this is what I'm saying for myself as a father, is that we got to make sure that we don't start uh, troubleshooting or nitpicking our whole parental experience based upon one bad situation. Sure. I, I mean, if you're a young adult, if, I mean, we have young adult children, but if you're, if you're kind of a teenager and beyond, I'm telling you, man, you just cannot, you can't go back into your own journey and be like, I should have done this. Or I should have yeah. done that. That does not help going forward. I think you want to continue to validate the situation that at the end of the day, you know, if you're a father and you're in the fight every day with your family, I right. mean, you got to give yourself some credit. And right. I think a lot of, <laughs> and I think that that song plays on that. But also, I think about boxing. I'm like, listen now. I mean, you can say what you want to say, who's the best, but to get in that ring for three minutes at a time and go at somebody like that, it takes a lot of courage. So right. being a being a father, don't beat yourself up. Know that you're in it, and um, and you're in it to win it. So right. that's what we're here for. Here's the here's the key to that. You brought it up twice. You brought up basketball. You brought up uh, boxing now. In all sports, uh, me being a coach, it's always about loving the process. It's mm. a process. It's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So in that process, you know, you're going to have some wins. You're going to have some losses. You will, you will have some difficult times. You will have some times where you celebrate. You have some times where you lick your wounds. So, but if you know that's part of the process, I think it'd be easier to handle and, 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 and get to the place where you want to get if we just understand that these things will happen and we just got to keep going. That's the most important thing. Stay in the fight. Mm. Yeah, man, I, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of times uh, as men, we don't stay in the fight. We, we kind of, we kind of get a little frustrated, right? And right. the frustration starts with ourselves and then it spills over into other areas. And that's how um, we get affected. And that's where, you know, I think about, what I had to begin, I mean, you got to continue to find the best in every situation. Even right. when you're, you know, I would say dad, even when your child is falling short, don't be very careful that you just don't nitpick and drill into that one bad area. Right. right. And, and we got to begin to find the best in the situation. What do you think about that? Will before we go into our next song? Yeah, I think that that's, that's right. I, I used to, I used to think like that. Um, a lot of times if, if uh, like say for instance, my, my son, is trying to obtain a basketball scholarship. And I and it used to be certain situations like an open gym or a situation where it's an exposure event. And I would I would harp on like, look, you gotta do well, you gotta do this. And I and I was wrong for that because mm -hmm. he had plenty of time and other times. So every time is it, not if it's, if we don't do it all today, it's not gonna get done. It's just part of the process. Right. So just understanding that it, it's ongoing. 
Yeah. And, you know, and I thank God that, I mean, in our situation, you know, God has kind of done that for us. You know, he's seen the best in us, despite what we're going through in that moment. You know, we're going to lead into another song. It's by Marvin Stapp and it's called He Saw the Best in Me. I love it. I think it's very important uh, to take a listen to it and love it and and, and just feel the words of this song. And so here's Marvin Sapp, He Saw the Best in Me, and we'll be right back on FBS Fireside. He saw the best in me When everyone else around Could only see the worst in me And we're back. You know, I I mean, that song for me... um, this is a constant reminder because I'm telling you, man, I mean, you feel it sometimes. Like you feel the beat down, if you will. Yes, and you, just, you first, you got to see the best in what you're doing and you got to see the best in your child, even when they're not doing their best. That's hard. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Especially after you harp on things and they disappoint you and you harp on them again and they disappoint you again. Uh, but we always have to, just like the song said, we got to see the best in them because if our father, you know, kind of treated us like we treat our kids sometimes, uh, I don't think we would like that, Tyler. Right, man. I tell you, <laughs> I mean, you know, the truth is, you know, Christ, it, it was a great example in the story with him and Peter, you know, I mean, Peter denied him three times. Christ told him he would. Right. And, you know, it's kind of what it was. And everything went down and showed enough. Peter denied him three times for the crock crowed and and uh you know Jesus went through his process and but when he came back around the block, he was like, Man, bring that knucklehead Peter on. I need to talk to him. Right. And he asked well, we him got, a question. He man. asked him a question three times. He said, Do you love me? That's it. And he said, right. Do you love me? He said, Lord, yeah, I love you. He said, Then feed my sheep. You know, do the work that I've been called you to do. And when you're talking about destiny needing activation, as a father, you know, I don't know about you, Willa, that's all, ultimately, that's all we want. You know, we want our kids to know that we love them and we care about them and we just want them to do, you know, do their part in the world and make a difference. And that's all Christ required of Peter, despite the failures. <laughs> right, man. What type of grace is that, man? What type mm. of grace does our father have for us? If he looked at Peter, knowing that he would betray him and even afterwards still trusting him to go win souls for the kingdom, man, we if we can all as fathers operate with that type of grace, you know what, what, what would happen? We would create fathers who would do the same thing. Mm, so we would wow. raise our sons to be those types of fathers that would have grace. And I mean, we really could change the world, you know, through through fatherhood. And I really think that's that's a key to, to why we're here as well. You know, right. to, to be those lights, those leaders, those head of households, the ones that, that are gentle enough to still raise with love. Um, man, it's just that's that's powerful. That that hit me right there. That Peter, that that hit me right there, Taylor. Yeah, man. I mean, because honestly, we got to be real about it. Because as fathers, we see that we know the bumps in the road some of my kids are gonna run into, especially on some of their behaviors, right? <laughs> For and, sure. And I mean, we're just not as we're not as gracious and so, and not as uh, uh forthcoming as Christ. That of course not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we, you know, we go, we gonna smear it in their face. We gonna tell them we told you so. We gonna right. call the that yeah. probably was done to us at some point in the juncture. Um, but the reality of the day, Dad, practically speaking, if you're in a situation right now, you're listening to this, 
and maybe um you know you maybe your child maybe you know i have two sons and, and two daughters i'm like maybe they have fallen short sure. can you extend the, the hand of grace that christ extended to peter because mm. element in that whole little thing it didn't really say that what christ did but i'm gonna throw it out there now now you said it at the beginning of the show in order for christ to exhibit that much grace to peter mm-hmm. he had to forgive right God dog, and that that's what we get caught up all the time. We right. you know we, we love our kids, and we you know we you know, but can we just truly forgive them so we can extend the hand of grace? What about what you think about that? Right, I think you're you're spot on when it comes to the forgiveness piece. I think that people in general don't know how freeing forgiveness is. Um, it's been said a lot of times when when you don't forgive people, actually you're holding yourself hostage. You got to let yourself be free when you forgive. Because ultimately, number one, you want to be forgiven. When we do right. things that, you know, that we offend our brother or offend our children, we want to be forgiven. We don't want them to be up in their rooms with a, uh, a voodoo doll, sticking pins, hoping, <laughs> hoping something happens to us. Or uh, I know that sometimes if I'm wrestling with my son or something and he hits me a little hard, I'm like, mm-hmm, you might have been holding that for a minute. Uh, but we, we actually want them to love us. We actually want right. to extend that type of love to them and understand what forgiveness is. And that's mm-hmm. literally opening your heart back up to the person and letting them know it's okay. Because that's, once again, part of the process. You will make mistakes and it's okay. I will make mistakes and it's okay. Your mom is going to make mistakes. We're all human, but we're all in this together. And we all love each other and we all forgive each other when we offend each other. Right. And, you know, that is very key. And that that leads us, you know, as we bring it to a close, once again, I'm grateful for, um, you know, our main man, Jaworski Vance, you know, um, his leadership and visionary thoughts of creating an organization um, that fills the gaps where fathers are missing or where fathers have missed the mark. Right. That's right. (laughs) that, that's the one of the things that we deal with. I mean, that's we're right. not going to sit up here and tell you that we don't miss the mark as fathers. Um, right. But what we're sharing with men, something that set us free and helped us be more freeing and communicating uh, with other men and, and with our children is the spirit of forgiveness. You know, I mean, a lot of times we grow up in the, and I know I grew up in the dispensation of the thought process. You better apologize. Right. Yeah. I mean, that don't get me wrong, but the Bible says this scripture. He says, Lord, they had a debate. How, uh, should I, how often should I forgive my brother? He said seven times. Seven times, yeah. And Christ responded and said seven times 70. And then right there, right. I ended the conversation. I mean, you couldn't even. You couldn't Unlimited even forgiveness. <laughs> right. Like, oh, God. And so. No limits. So if Christ was saying that and, um, and doing that, that's one thing that we should do. So fathers today, no matter what challenge you're facing with your children, what we want to encourage you to do out there is that have a heart to forgive, have a heart to, um, to encourage yourself, uh, recognize the best that's inside of you and right. then recognize what's good in you. You can recognize what's good in your children. Um, Willa, any last thoughts before we close out? Man, you said it all. I, I can't, I can't, I can't top that. I believe that you are spot on with that. So I, I concur. <laughs> well, agree- <laughs> hey, hey, listen, agreement is powerful. And don't get me wrong. That's the last one I'll make. Sometimes um, what you say may take a little while for your kids to see. Right. Just so don't get frustrated uh, when you've already seen what you say. Mm-hmm. And, 
sometimes they need time to see what you're saying, but it just takes time. Sure. And until they see it, you got to forgive them and show them some grace. So we're going right. to end this show, man. It's been amazing. Uh, hope we hope we represented our, our main man um, to the best of our ability. Yes, and, sir. Uh, and I know that we're hoping the whole goal is for any man out there that needed to hear a message of love, forgiveness, um, encouragement. Hopefully we provided that for you today. And we're going to close out with a song. And it's by Kevin LeVar. And it's called A Heart That Forgives. That's right. So uh, thank you all for joining us on FBS Fireside. And we will see you next time. I want a heart that forgives. A heart full of love. One with compassion just like yours above. One that overcomes evil with goodness and love. Like it never happened. Never holding a grudge Want a heart that